Hello and welcome to the Green Circle, a podcast series brought to you by Nigeria Electricity Hub. I am your host, Uche Ronald. Every week, we bring you analysis on topical issues around renewable energy. For many of grid consumers, the economic impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic have resulted in a situation where many cannot afford energy. Off-grid energy providers across the continent are employing innovative payment initiatives that incentivize consumers to pay upfront for extended supply. By extending payment schedules and relaxing deadlines for consumers, energy providers are making sure that vulnerable consumers have access to energy supply. With me today to discuss how his company is helping off-grid consumers navigate the pandemic is Jim Howlett, the Chief Operating Officer of Pass Solar. Welcome to the show, Jim. Uh, thanks very much for having me. I'm looking forward to, um, to speaking with you. Jim, seeing as we've been in the throes of this pandemic for the past couple of months, how would you say the COVID-19 pandemic has affected your operations? Yeah, good question. Um, so initially, it was pretty disruptive. Um, so, I mean, so this is back in March. Uh, we were obviously watching, you know, things very closely. I was, I was in Abuja. We were looking at what's happening in um, in Europe, and um, you know we, we were hearing that um, you know it's looking likely that, uh, that things were going to escalate quite quickly in Nigeria. They escalated very quickly. I mean, so I remember that we did, for instance, a kind of a test run for having all of our staff working from home, which we hadn't done before, and we did that on on a Friday in um, in March, and then I think by the Monday there was everything was locked down. So. So initially it was pretty disruptive and we had to learn very quickly about having all the staff working from uh, from home, uh, which obviously had its, there's lots of issues. Many Nigerian businesses would have experienced issues with uh, connectivity, internet connectivity and power. And then we had to think about um, putting in uh, processes and procedures at our shops to make sure our customers and staff were, were safe. And then thinking about um a COVID secure work environment. So that was kind of the first thing we had to grapple with, and we had, we did that quite quickly. I was going to say, so then the next thing we had to the next thing we had to think about was okay, so how are customers going to pay us during this lockdown period? Um, so we instituted a uh, a buy one get one free scheme, so that that would take them all the way through basically to the end of May. By which time we thought, you know, the situation would probably be a bit different. It'd probably be a bit easier to move around. So that really helped us. So that that kind of secured the portfolio and meant that our customers didn't have to worry about how they were going to ha- keep the solar system on, um, y- you know, if, if it went, you know, w- w- if they because they couldn't get out to pay basically. Um, and then when uh, when the lockdowns eased, we then had to think about okay, so we can't, we now can't go to market events. It's going to be difficult for us to do that. So how do we do that? How do we find? Uh, new customers. We also had a backlog of existing customers who maybe had had one or two technical issues that we couldn't get to. So we had sort of back, that backlog to do. In terms of new customers, then we then we launched a customer referral scheme to try and um, help you, you know give neighbours an incentive to get their friends um, installed with the system. So I think they were kind of the uh, the four key things that we had to look at. Okay. We have seen off-grid companies alter their payment and service models. What new consumer payment options have you had to employ to help consumers afford energy solutions besides the, the incentives you've pointed out already? 
Yeah, so so Pastel is quite unique in Nigeria in that we operate an energy as a service model. So what that means is is that um, we're providing a service to customers. So they 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 pay a they pay a monthly fee and then they basically get access to the electricity that the unit generates. So what that means is there's no there's no large upfront costs anyway because this isn't a lease to own system, right? So customers aren't gonna aren't gonna own the system, you know, after a period of time. So I think that energy as a service model has held up really well actually now things are sort of returning back to normal we haven't seen a we haven't seen a big issue with that i mean what we what we have done is we've tried to adjust the packages to align better with the market but i think in terms of our model i think our model's held up pretty well to be honest okay the pay as you go model which is what you've described here normally it's ideal for consumers who have uneven income streams in the short term are there any plans to help consumers pay for energy or receive energy Okay, so that's a good question. Um, I mean, one of the things that we that we did during the lockdown was that we, we we provided a payment holiday to some of our customers who are micro businesses or schools, for example, who who sort of became inactive due to the lockdown. You know, they had no customers or they had no children in schools. So uh, you know, so we just gave them a payment holiday, so they didn't have to uh, they didn't have to worry about any issues with that. Lo- no matter how long the lockdown took, so that was one thing that we we're able to to bring was that was that flexibility in terms of um, customers being able to afford product i think because of the model again because of the model that we employ we're not expecting customers to make large down payments up front but to subscribe to the service we haven't seen such a problem with that you know april and may were both very challenging months in terms of new installations but we've saw it we saw improvement in june july and then we saw a, a improvement again in august and we've seen another improvement in september so for us the growth in the market has returned and that's that's again i think because of the because of the model that we run in terms of your growth returning, would you say you've seen an increase in residential demand for your services as the lockdown has lifted and people can actually go out and buy this product? Yeah, I would say our growth over the last um, couple of months has really come from micro-businesses, um, poultry farms, uh, kiosks, this sort of thing, rather than necessarily through, through residential. But I would think we've seen quite a lot of growth in, the, in that micro-business uh, kind of area. We'll be taking a quick break now, and when we come back, Jim will be telling us if he thinks the pay-as-you-go service model needs a rethink going forward. This podcast is sponsored by Sterling Bank. Sterling Bank is committed to being at the heart of Nigeria's accelerated development by focusing on health, education, agriculture, renewable energy, and transport sectors of Nigeria. Sterling has invested over $1 million and would be investing another $5 million in the next 24 months to ensure delivery of solar-generated power to factories. Welcome back, Jim. Do you think the pay-as-you-go model is sufficient or it needs some tweaks to allow for situations like the COVID-19 pandemic? Yeah, um... Like I said, so I think our model. I mean, we've we've been our model quite fortunate. I think it's worked working quite well in terms of um, in terms of tweaks. I mean, you think you've so a model like ours. You've always got to think about how do we get better quality customers. And what I mean by quality customers is is someone who's gonna who's gonna pay for the service regularly on a monthly basis on time. Um, and I think the other thing that we that we've looked at or we're looking at more closely now is what other products can we bring to the market for our existing customer base or perhaps more customers? So maybe looking at a smaller smaller unit perhaps or um, so a lot of our, you know, 
a lot of our customers have been with us for some time. Uh, so they would probably benefit from, from clean cooking products or uh, some of our customers are farmers, so maybe small hold irrigation systems would be would be another product that we could sell. So I think in terms of widening our product offering to the market would be uh, would be one thing that we're looking at very seriously. Okay, so you're talking about segmenting your product offering for consumers based on their needs. Yeah. Okay. On a final note, I just want to know, do you think the pandemic would contribute to positive consumer perception of solar solutions going forward? Yeah, I, th- I think it will. I mean, there, you know, there was quite a lot of news um, in Nigeria about how some solar companies had you know, installed solar systems in, in health clinics, which I think is good. I think in terms of in terms of our customers, I think because of, you know, we offered them, you know, when things were hard, that buy one, get one free period, that, that really helped them. So I think they were, you know, I think that went down very well. And also, you know, people, I, people had to experience the reliability of a solar home system or a solar mini system, which we provide. And I think, you know, I think they could see how uh, they could see how reliable it was and, uh, and, and how it performed for them, you know, when they really needed it. Uh, I think it will be an improved perception. Thank you for speaking with me today, Jim. Uh, no problem. It was very good. Thank you for your time. All previous episodes of The Green Circle can be assessed via NEH Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Have a nice one.